She smiled again, eventually. It was when Henry noticed the odd behavior of his pregnant wife that he noticed her smiling. Bella had quickly asked to be returned to her original room to rest as they waited for the birth of their first child. Something that he didn't begrudge her as he felt burdened by being around her, around her after her brother's death. Thus, to see her smiling lightly again was something shocking to Henry. What was more shocking was the ritual that the maids had spied her doing. It was said that every night before bed, she would talk to the, her mare about things in a calm tone and casual, as she giggled about what she had done or was planning to do, only to kiss it and go to sleep. Henry wondered if this was something that she should be sent away for, but his mother told him that carrying a child did strange things to a woman, and as long as she was happy and did not seek to join her brother, it was fine for both her and the child, so he left it be. Honestly, there was no lure to her again now she was so mysterious. She kept her hair unbound as she wandered around the house, humming quietly to herself as she stared out towards the garden with a smile. She would rub her growing stomach and play a game with the unborn child of picking out shapes in clouds, or reading books of poetry out loud, talking about how she did and didn't like them, asking the child if they were of the same mind. The only thing that wasn't improving was the conversations. Now that she was going to have a child, his mother and sister wanted to talk to her, but she did not respond enthusiastically. She smiled and nodded at the right points, but it seemed more polite than happy, as if she was just entertaining them for a time. Do you think she resents us? His mother asked him. Henry paused at that, thinking back to all those days where she wandered like a ghost, not talking to mostly anyone after she was shipped here by her family, as well as her response to her letters that she had sent him in the earlier days of her stay. She might feel alone since her brother is gone. It doesn't seem like she has a good relationship with her family. But you're married. We're her family now. Why is she acting like this? Henry wondered about that. If she had considered them family even after she married and laid with him. He knew she considered the baby her family from how she would talk and behave when she was addressing the baby. But there was also her ritual that she did. Her talking to the mare as she brushed out her hair, kissing the mare, then blowing out the candles to rest gave him an eerie feeling as well as a shot of jealousy. It was odd that she would talk more warmly to an imaginary person than to someone of flesh and blood. So he tried to talk to her, bringing her places and walking with her. He tried, and yet it seemed the more he tried, the more amused she was at him. It wasn't a good type of amusement. It was the kind you would watch a child do something foolish, and he did not like it when she looked at him with those eyes, smiling secretly as she held her stomach. Even more time passed and the child was born. His mother and father came to congratulate his wife, telling her that her hardest birth was over. She didn't really respond, staring at the newborn with a quiet glee as if she and the child shared a private joke. The maids around her were a bit nervous but said nothing, and he later on found out why. When his child was born, Bella had stared jaw-dropped at their appearance. The maids had figured that the young woman had never seen a freshly born baby before as they led the said newborn on the mother's breast. When they returned with a bowl of clean warm water and a towel, what they saw almost made them drop it. Bella was kissing and licking her child all over. Like a cat, she was cleaning the newborn with her mouth kissing them over and over again, swiping her tongue gently until most of the birth muck had been swallowed by her. When they took the newborn, she let them, smiling as she licked her lips greedily. Harry had confronted Bella about it when when his parents were not there. 
worried for a moment as she held the baby in her arms. He was struck by how calm and completed she looked just being there. Her gray blue eyes locked onto his green ones, twinkling with laughter as she seemed to accept his angry comments. I've tasted it now, so there's no need for me to do it again. Blossom is fine, Henry. That was another thing that made him feel uneasy. The child's name was not Blossom, but Bella only called the newborn that. Giggling as she took the newborn out on her walks in the middle of the night and calmly staring at nothing in her study, rocking the baby as she giggled and pointed at the air as if there was something wonderful there. Henry tried to gently remind Bella of their child's name, but she purposely ignored it, humming an acknowledgement before calling the baby Blossom once again. He wanted her to return taking tonic, which Bella did not fight. He told his mother about the decision based on Bella's actions with their baby. While their mother was disturbed with the first, she waved off the second as the young mother's nickname for the child. Did she ever call that name out whenever she was talking to you about the baby? Mother, she never talked to me about the baby. She barely talked to me at all if she could help it. The maids were sure that Bella was not taking the tonic, but the bottle was lowering slowly every day on schedule. Bella still did odd things here and there, communicating only with the newborn, as well as her amused smiles as the family tried to talk to her. But other than that, she seemed to have changed. She was alluring, fun and engaging. Every word she spun, everyone ate up, no matter how controversial. It was easy to bring Bella out, for she was the life and focus of any party she went to, and she never turned down Henry's request to accompany him when he asked for it. Many were jealous of the couple, saying how he found a good one but he always looked at her wondering what she was really thinking among them all. When she requested a palm be made in their yard so she could have lily pads in the garden, he resisted at first. He didn't want to do such an expensive thing at the whim of his odd wife. She didn't seem angry at being called odd, just a little disappointed as she sighed and went back to the nursery to take care of their child. He felt worried at how disconnected she was with this. Most women would scream and holler about what they wanted or at least plea. She did nothing but stare at him before going on as if whatever he did or didn't do was of no consequence to her. He found her later. Well, they all did. Passed out in a bon by a bonfire outside late in the evening. The maids had called for help when they saw the giant waves of smoke coming from the garden and they saw the hint of red hair. Bella had burned most of her clothes from her old home along with Bellum's. It wasn't all, letters, pictures, diaries, and a few paintings. It was like she suddenly was trying to erase anything of them. What was safe by the sudden act of arson was in two twin chests in the attic. These were a custom set made by Bella as a wedding gift for Bella before he took his own life. They had a unique locking mechanism that made it impossible to open without knowing what it was, and now the person who did know of it was now unable to wake up, lying asleep as if she had chosen to wait, lay there, and there was not a mixture of who knows what in the air that made her pass out. Henry felt bad as he watched the rest of the things burn away. The fire was too hot to try to fetch anything out of it, and they could only throw buckets of water and wait for the flames to die down before seeing if anything survived. When the flame finally died, all that was left there was ashes. The doctor said, they said that she must have done this as to cut away any sadness from her life, and that the combination of chemicals from the smoke due to her nursing the flame herself was the reason she passed out. She would wake eventually, when his hold on her had laxed. This left him a baby without its mother, a sleeping wife to tend to, and an echo of another family's mistake. He tried to write Bella's family, 
telling them of the recent tragedy that had befallen on their members. The only thing he got in reply was that it was a good thing that this had happened, and that they could not help him for ever Bella hadn't gotten herself when Bellum died was disposed of by the family. They had recommended that he let Bella go quietly in her sleep, as she'd already given him a child. They told him that they would respond no further to his letters as well, as they were washing their hands of the last piece of the two. Henry felt himself choke when he read the last part. A feeling of dread washed over him as he wondered what was wrong with that family to do that to her, or what was wrong with the two to push the family to do that. Getting up, he went into our little room to find anything at all to explain why they would do that. The only thing he found was a recently moonlit notebook open in a drawer. I had kissed and cleaned my baby as I did all those times with you, Bellum. The hum of pinkish muck was light but vibrant. It made me think of fresh grass after a rainstorm or the smell of freshly made things. Babies do have that new scent and blossoms excites and calms me. I never thought I wanted a child given how we were born, my mare. But I am glad I got to meet my blossom before I go. My Mara, are you close now, aren't you? You see my blossom as well? I think this is what the two halves were supposed to look like. And it was truly stunning. My Mara, I dreamed of bright pink syrup drinking between my legs tonight. Henry's mother keeps telling me that a baby changes a mother. Do you think blossom has changed my body, my blood? If so, does that mean the taste of it has changed as well? They keep giving me the tonic again, but I am not taking it. I do not think the plants like it as well. Disgusting. I am calm enough looking after my blossom and waiting for you. My dear Mara, Blossom can see them as well. The lights! I was excited to note that my Blossom was following some lights across the room entranced by them. They seemed like the blue and peach color ones for now. I can't blame a baby for having favorites. After all, my baby has only been in this world for two months. I am sure that they will enjoy more colors when they are older. Mara, was this a gift from you telling me that you were near? I got my bleeding back a few days ago. It was very dark and thick, so much so than before. I have found my baby had wiggled themselves down to play a bit with their foot. Silly baby. I cleaned them up, of course. I shouldn't have made a big fuss about it. No one smelt blood on my breath. I am sorry for such a silly argument, Bellum. My blood being so dark, so thick. Time, isn't it? I have so much, so much I must do now. I don't have to wait any longer. I wonder if Henry would taste it. Would he understand? I don't like that man much. I sometimes think he is trying. Too late, I know, but the motion does touch me a little. Would he taste my end if he could taste my blood? Even though the comments of her not taking the medicine should have upset him, what was upsetting him more was the comments of Bellum coming to take her, making him wonder if she knew of a death by any illness. He had doctors look at her for the whole time she was asleep, wondering if there was anything that put her at risk of dying so was going through with the creation of the pond in the garden. 
Bella had stayed asleep for the entire time this was being created, as well as him going through all the doctors in three counties. All of them had said the same thing over the coming months, that there was nothing wrong with her, and that she was just sleeping from the events that had happened before. But he knew something was wrong. The maids were whispering about the sleeping woman's time of the month, and how it seemed to get darker and thicker, to the point where it was hard for the rest of it to come out without the help of a maid pushing down on the sleeping woman's stomach. When she woke, Henry was relieved. Bella had asked for her child and happily fed them again, seemingly acting as none of what happened ever occurred. Henry hoped that this was the end of their problems, that her burning her and Bellum's things was a climax of whatever had been building up in Bella's past. Henry told her that after she recovered, she would be moved into the main bedroom with him. Bella seemed to be in agreement, muttering the child's name as the baby cooed back at her, happy to be in their mother's arms. For a few years, besides the fact that Bella's time was still an odd and strange thing leaving her icy cold, it seemed that everything was finally where it should be. Oddly, it didn't surprise him when he found out his wife had drowned herself in the pond she had requested all those years ago, or the fact that their child was there to watch. The maids crying in shock and pain as they had to fish up her body, while his mother was in shock wondering what was going to happen with their child now they had seen such a terrible thing. What did surprise him was the fact that he found his child looking at a mirror with the twin chests open right beside the vanity. The child was giggling at their own reflection, and yet, where they were touching on both sides, there was nothing there. Daddy, look, there's two of Mommy. Mommy fixed herself. Even when he tried to get rid of the chests, even when he sent his child away, he was haunted by the fact that his child talked about the twin images in the mirrors alluring and disturbing at the same time, as well as the taste of what could only be described as thick and dark metallic syrup when they woke. He could only pray that his child would not follow the shimmering mirror lights that they always talked about in, the in their letters. I would like to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to another of the stories of the Deluminate Archives. I hope you have a wonderful day and your dreams are filled with our nightmares. We will be seeing you soon.